you feel helpless when you keep trying to get back on the fitness and health wagon with little or no success? Exercise does not have to be an all-or-nothing approach to good health. Welcome to You Only Stronger with your host, fitness expert Michael Skog. You'll learn how to make small and larger changes you can apply, no matter what your age or fitness level is. Get ready to take charge of your fitness and glory years. Now, here's Michael Skog. Good morning, guys. Uh, Happy Monday. Um... I keep getting signals that I'm experiencing poor network connections, so if that is the case, um, just be patient. Uh, there is a backup plan, and um, we will uh, we'll we'll just handle it. We'll just roll with it. So, um, all right. Well, I just got a message from my engineer. It said it, he just told me it sounds good now. Um, Another thing I'm doing is I am uh, streaming live on Facebook. So if you can't uh, if you can't find me on the internet, you can go to uh, my Facebook page, uh, Michael Skog, and um, you can catch me live. Um, today we're going to be talking about kettlebell. I'm going to talk about its benefit. I want to talk about its origin. Um, I want to uh, cover some myth and some fact. Um, you know, this is this is something that's near and dear to me. In fact, I'm just known as a kettlebell guy, even though I've uh, made my fitness career. Um, it, it's it's my career. It's it it's uh, not just a uh, a one focused career either. In the fitness world, there are so many different paths you can take, and um, and I decided that kettlebell was going to be the path for me because it is such an amazing tool. It's really a one-stop shop, and I'm going to um, I'm going to discuss uh, exactly why that was uh, that was my decision. Um, we've been doing pandiculation at the lead-in to every show, and today I am going to skip that because I have a lot of stuff to talk about, and I want to make sure that I get it all in before uh, before we expire this hour. I noticed um, from time to time that uh, my my pace picks up towards the end of the hour and I scramble to get in uh, every everything that I want to talk about. Not today. Not today. I'm going to give us plenty of time and I'm just going to dive right in. So, kettlebell. Been around a long time. How long is really the question now, um, I talked about a mythology surrounding this tool. Uh, this mythology really only goes back to like the uh, mid to late 40s where, um, where, where there's this claim that Russia owns this thing. And that's just not the case. Uh, yeah, Russian Russians uh, definitely hold kettlebell near and dear to them. But um, even in the professional uh, strength world in Russia, kettlebell just wasn't it wasn't present. In fact, it was more present in the uh, in the circus realm and in the the entertainment realm, like wrestlers and strongmen. Um, kettlebell had its appearance there because it was just another way to show a feat of strength that was both challenging and uh, interesting to watch. So um, we're going to dive into this and we're going to start right now. Um, so back to uh, back to me, kettlebell. You know I'm a kettlebell guy. 
I've had many, many injuries over the years, and I've used kettlebell to rehab them. I've fixed my shoulders. I've fixed my hips. I've fixed my knees with this tool. It is multi-purposed. Another cool thing is it's a form of resistance training, so it builds muscle as it burns calories. And there aren't too many, um, too many choices out there that do exactly that. In fact, we as individuals tend to set up our workout week where we have a cardio day, we have a muscle building day, and then we have a balance day and a flexibility day. And then, you know, at some point, you, you just have to bring it all together and make it a, a full body, um, uh, a healthy endeavor um, going after this to connect the dots day. And that's what kettlebell does for you. It's very efficient. And I am, uh, I am mystery efficient. I have a system for everything. And if you know me, you probably know this to be true. No, not probably. You do know this to be true. You step into my gym and you'll notice that it's, um, that it's, it's put together like a system. It's not just a collection. It doesn't look like some bazaar or a garage sale. Um, there's some real purpose and flow to it. And that's really, that's, that's the way kettlebell is to me as well. I get um, I get a lot of benefit out of one effort. Um, what is it? Well, um, we know that it's been around since Mesopotamian times. Now, if you know where that when that is, uh, that's four thousand BC. So that's before Christ, four thousand BC. Now that's hard to wrap your head around. Um, I know that's that's a challenge for me, but I won't I won't digress on that. But anyway, it's been around for a long, long, long time. In fact, uh, this this tool, the kettlebell, showed up on the Beni Hassan tomb wall. A series of illustrations showing exercises using this implement. Now, there's lots of talk that um, the kettlebell was a farming tool at one point, or it was a way to, um, to measure, as in weights. I don't believe that that's the case, because it goes back so far um, and illustrated as an exercise tool that you just can't refute um, what we experience today. Uh, when using it as being its sole purpose, and that is training. So, it's uh, what is it? It's an imbalanced object. It's a it's a cannonball, a cast iron ball with a handle on top of it, and you hold it from the top, and you swing it, and you press it, and um, <laughs> honestly, what appears to be a, a graceless and clumsy design really brings out the grace and the uh, rhythm inside of you because you uh, you use this thing as a say a dance partner so um, you swing this thing you move with it you don't move it it leads you so if if you're really good at kettlebell you allow that bell to uh, to perform or to move through its path and its path is typically a pendulum path and uh, it has a it has limits it has upper limits and lower limits so if you're not letting this thing move the way it should you're really stopping it 
um, before you can get the full benefit out of it. So um, let this thing go. This is your dance partner. And guess what? Your partner leads, all right? This is one of those times where you got to take a back seat and let your partner lead. Um, and it's it's really, uh, you'll notice that your efficiency goes up uh, markedly when you uh, when you allow this. If you try to stop this thing in mid-swing and then hit restart, think of the efficiency you lose. Because what you're trying to do is create this cycle, this energy continuum. So if you're stopping and starting every rep count, which there's a purpose for that too, and I'll get into it. But if you're doing that, um, you're really uh, you're, you're taking the efficiency out of this movement pattern. So uh, let that bell run. Let it run. In fact, oftentimes I, I tell people, chase that bell through your legs because that seems to be the place where people get stuck. They want to stop and put the brakes on as soon as it hits the legs. Let it go. Chase it through the legs. That way you get into your hamstrings as well. And um, if there's one th- one thing I'm going to preach about uh, the hamstrings, that is, that's a very important muscle to balance out the leg to give you good knee health, and also to protect your low back. If you have a back issue, chances are, well, if you came to me, I would look at your hamstrings. That's where we would start. And I think you've heard me say this in the past before on air. But uh, you know what? It's good stuff. I'm going to continue to say it. So uh, allowing that bell to run its course, run its path, that is key. Lifting this thing, yeah, there are lifts for it, but the lifts are real specific. And um, and they're they're prescribed as a lift rather than a swing. Cool thing about a swing is it's a multi-planar exercise, so you are not limited to just uh, a linear path or a track, a track that that has you moving um, according to the mechanics of this track. You are the mechanics of this track, so you. Um, you, yeah, you, you drive, but essentially you become the passenger because this thing's going to have a, it's going to have a swing pattern and, a, and not necessarily a mind of its own. It's your mind driving, but boy, oh boy, uh, allowing that thing to run through its radial path is really what this tool is all about. Um, this, this thing, it's a fat burning machine. This well, you're the fat burning machine, but you put this in your hand and you become that machine. You talk about uh, efficiency at burning calories. You burn 20 calories a minute swinging kettlebell, and I'm going to get into that case study that was uh, put out by the American Council on Exercise. When we get back, we are heading into our commercial break in about a minute. So, um, with that, know this: when it comes to flexibility training conditioning, strength training, um, power development, uh, endurance, balance, and stamina. There really is no better tool available. And it's so simple. It's It comes in a really small package and it has a handle on the top of it, which makes it extremely portable. So with that in mind, I am going to bid adieu and I will see you in three minutes. We are heading into our break and this is Michael Skog with you only stronger on the Voice America Network, the Variety Channel and uh, we'll see you shortly. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through VirtualSkog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualscog.com today. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger. And we're back. All right, we're talking about kettlebell. I sent you into the break um, discussing. Oh well, I I was teeing up this uh, this ACE study that was put out. That's the American Council on Exercise, reputable group. This is a group that pretty much sets a standard for all fitness professionals to follow. Uh, well, there's there's a few out there, but they're one of the top. So anything they put together, I, I hold as, um, well, gospel. I don't need to question it. You know, they're just, they're just those things in your life that uh, you don't need to question, and that's one of them for me. Um, you know, strength training has been around a long time. I discussed how the uh, kettlebell showed up on a, on a tomb wall many years ago, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you forward to 6th century B.C., um, there's a guy by the name of Milo, Milo of Croton. He was Greek, and Milo was a wrestler. But prior to him being this this formidable force, this this amazing wrestler who who went on to win uh, six Olympic titles, um, he came up with the first real legitimate training program. Now, that's not to say that the kettlebell swingers in Mesopotamian times didn't have a program, but we just don't have record of it. Well, here we have record of it. And um, William F. Allman actually references this 
this program in his uh, in his book Newton at Bat. Um, so when Mi- Milo had a great idea, when he was a boy, he found a calf, a calf, a cow, a baby cow, and he put that calf on his shoulders, and he walked around. And he did his daily routine with this calf on his shoulders. Now, as the calf grew, Milo grew. So there was this scalable progression, progressive resistance, the first sign of progressive resistance. Now, um, I think that's a cool story. And uh, it, whether it's, it's legend or not, it doesn't really matter. To me, that makes sense. Milo. So, um, you know, we've come a long way since then. Um, the gym, what does the gym represent to you? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it represents to my members or, or to me or to people that, that I know that use the gym. It's a place to socialize, right? Uh, it's a place to relax. It, uh, well, you know, working out isn't exactly relaxing, but you know, we're 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 not relaxing this. We're relaxing this, especially if we're being led down our path, our our fitness journey. So you just take the passenger seat on that um, when you go into a gym, especially when you go into my gym. So you're allowed to relax. You can unplug. You can um, not think about what it was that maybe brought you to the gym in the first place. Like maybe you were pissed off and you had to go blow off some steam or you had to go clear your head or you were getting the nods from the first part of your day, get to the gym, clear the cobwebs. Um, Now you're back on track. So relaxation, rehabilitation, that's a big one. And I use, I have a rehab lab at my disposal, which is why I've gotten so good at fixing injuries because I had my own to deal with. And boy, I've had a lot of them. Um, Nutrition. A lot of people go to the gym looking for nutrition tips or advice. And uh, that's, that's, that's inside my nine dots. Um, So everything that I just rattled off, all those things are found under one roof. You don't have to go searching for all those all those bits of information, when you go to a gym, they're all right there. Now, not every gym is the same. Not every gym is created equal. So find the gym that talks to you. So American Council on Exercise, they, they did a study. They did a VO2 max, and, um, and they took a group of people. Now, this study was out of uh, Wisconsin. Um, University of La Crosse, their exercise science program. They had a PhD who was who launched this study, and they took a, a a group of people who volunteered, and they ran them through a progressively increasing intensity workout using the snatch as the baseline. Um, it was a five minute run. So your first minute, you uh, you did one rep every eight seconds. The second minute, you did one rep every six seconds and so on, or maybe it's five seconds. And, um, and you, as the minutes came, your, uh, your rep count um, or the rest between reps 
decreased. So by the time you hit the fifth minute, you were in perpetual motion. You were just going until um, you just didn't have any have any uh, gas left. So intense study for certain, but it was over five minutes and it was progressive. Now they took the findings of this. The um, it burns sixteen calories a minute according to VO two. But the lactate that was still present in the blood system um, boosted it another six calories a minute. So that brought it up well over 20 calories a minute from swinging kettlebell. And the cool thing about it is you're, um, you're not just burning calories. You are uh, your resistance training. So you're affecting your lean mass. You are putting on muscle and you're getting strong. Same time, same effort. That's a big deal. That means I don't have to have cardio day and strength training day. I can get it all in one. Um, so the findings, the findings of this is that kettlebell, according to the American Council on Exercise, cuts your workout time in half and doubles the output. Now, the, um, the output... 400 calories so that 20 minutes that test went on for 20 minutes breaking after five so for 20 minutes you burned uh over 400 calories now that means you're going to do that you're going to do the same in about well in an hour if you're moving at the same pace you're going to burn 1200 calories a minute that is like running a six minute mile the pace or um, another thing that uh, that Ace talked about is they compared it to uh, cross-country skiing uphill at a fast pace, and that um, that sounds like like a tough tough activity. Um, I don't know what that's like. I am not a cross-country skier, but I am a kettlebeller, so I know what that's like, and I know that uh, that the afterburn I get from swinging a bell lasts well into my day, where um, you know. Cardio, I talked about this last week. When you finish your cardio, your cardio is finished. So that means the benefit from your cardio really kind of tapers off and 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 you don't get an afterburn effect like you do when you when you work muscle. Working muscle is really where it's at. Um, the kettlebell is a tool that allows you to mimic movement patterns that you may perform in a day-to-day routine. This gives you a functional component. So um, finding uh, finding a, a, a kettlebell movement that mimics what you do or that helps what you do in a day-to-day routine is, is pretty easy. It's pretty easy. I, um, I presented to a group this past week, and, um, and there was an electrician in the group, and he has a hard time holding his arms overhead for extended period of time period of time. And um, he had grip issues. Well, kettlebell fixes grip issues. And you know what else it does is it builds your shoulder from the inside out. Actually, it builds your body from the inside out. So all your stabilizers get uh, get attention first. So you have your tertiary and your secondary lines that are getting worked. And then your primary lines your primary lines are responsible for the movement pattern, but all three, all three lines are at play. 
So that gives you a rehabilitative benefit that you just, you don't find unless you go to a physical therapy appointment and they break down a movement pattern and, and really dissect um, dissect what it is you need and give you a specific uh, plane to move in. Not kettlebell. Kettlebell doesn't do that. And you know what else? Kettlebell gives you the ability to, uh, gosh, to improve your performance, to um, improve your balance, to, uh, gosh, I mean, really, the list is long. Your stamina goes up. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a, a poster child for this. I do this all week long. Um, I mix it in with other, other modalities as well, other tools, but kettlebell is, is really what I'm about. Man, I opened a kettlebell gym in Oregon, um, and that was over 10 years ago, and uh, we were the first. I rolled the dice on this one, and it proved to be a, uh, a well-taken risk because um, I've helped a lot of people in the process. And to me, that's what this is about. It's not about my bottom line. It's about how many lives I can touch. Um, it, give, it gave me purpose. Purpose that was a lot bigger than just a one-on-one session. Now, don't get me wrong. One-on-one is great. I love bringing somebody to their finish line. But when I can reach a large group, um, whether it's worldwide or just on my gym floor, when I can reach a, a large group in one effort, man, here we go. That's efficient. So back to what I was talking about, uh, that's efficiency. So that nails it for me. Um, and kettlebell is that thing. It's an imbalanced load. It sits uh, sits on the back of your arm. So it really challenges all of your, your connective tissue. It challenges your joints. And there's no impact. There is no impact with this tool. That means those of you that have bad joints to begin with, this is a safe way to go. Um, I'm, I, I really, I can't find a, a topic that I'm more excited about than kettlebell movement. Well, kettlebell is, is a tool. All right, so we are heading into our next commercial break. When we get back, I'm going to talk about the timeline, history of kettlebell a little more than than I have so far. I've just kind of given you a few pearls here and there. But I'm going to give you some some data, some statistics and uh, and a history. And I just want you to know that um, <laughs> that I'm going to be here when you return. And for those of you that have tuned in on Facebook, uh, thanks for tuning in and welcome. And uh, I will see you guys shortly. Well, I'm still going to see you, but you'll hear me again in about three minutes. So stay tuned. This is Michael Scog with You Only Stronger on the Voice America Network, the Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through virtualskog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualskog.com today. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Fire can destroy your home, your business, and your life in seconds. On Speaking of Fire, with co-hosts Mike Schlattman and Donna Ingram, we investigate fire, the origin and causes, and provide important information to prevent accidental fires and save your life, loved ones, and your property. We speak to experts about technology, investigative research, and insurance issues with regard to fire. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger. And we're back. And we're going to talk about the history the history of kettlebell, and we're going to dive. We're going to dive. Um, Kugelgowicz. Kugelgowicz. Roots of the kettlebell. That's what that means. Um, Jan Dellinger is a, um, he's a journalist, and he is a research guy. And he did all the legwork for me. Now, for me to say that I did this, that's not true. But he um, he put a lot of time and a lot of money into um, figuring out exactly where kettlebell came from. And um, and I think you're going to be surprised. It's pretty slick. Um, the uh, this is this is an old school training tool. Make no doubt about it. It hasn't evolved. It looks the same. Um, now the materials have changed over the course of the years, but, uh, uh, but essentially it's, it's really been a cast iron object, um, that sits on the back of your arm. You flip it, you swing it, you snatch it, you press it. Uh, the use has remained the same. 
Um, now we have a tendency to uh, to make improvements to movement patterns, which certainly happens. There was an evolution for movements. Um, we didn't get just stuck in uh, in the few movements that I mentioned. Um, we utilize this this tool in a lot of different manners, especially conventionally. Um, most evidence about uh, kettlebell is anecdotal at best, but Russia did not invent this thing. Um, who did? Well, I talked about it being um, on a tomb wall, 4,000 BC. Well, after that, um, we know that uh, that it appeared in the Han Dynasty, which is uh, 206 BC to 220 AD. Now, um, that's quite some time ago as well. Back then, the Shaolin monks and warriors used um, a, an item called a stone lock, which essentially was a kettlebell made out of stone. And it had a handle carved into the top of it. And you flipped it, you swung it, you snatched it, you used it um, as a as an exercise tool, um, but it didn't stop there. It evolved in shape. Well, yeah, it did evolve in shape, and it evolved in material and usage. So now I'm going to bring you to uh, the Highland Games. Now, the Highland Games have been around well over 200 years, and the Cumberland Games as well. Um, Cumberland Games and the Highland Games, Scotland. That's, that's the part of the world I'm bringing you to. They're known for their strongman competitions. Um, in fact, I'm going to digress for just a second. I want to just say, way to go. Uh, congratulations, uh, Thor Bjornsson. Uh, he's the mountain. He won World's Strongest Man, and I'm going to be um, hanging with him and interviewing him June 2nd. I know the last time I talked about this, I said May 2nd. I had my dates wrong. But anyway, June 2nd, coming to you. Yeah, strongest man in the world. How about that? Anyway, I digress. So, um, yeah, the Highland Games and, and uh, the Cumberland Games. Um, big usage of the kettlebell. In fact, um, in the wintertime, the kettlebell, because it was made out of marble, polished marble, and it had a ring on the top, it was used in the sport curling. And I know the Olympics this year kind of brought curling um, to our, our line of sight a lot more than it has been in the past. Man, we've got some champion curlers here in the U.S. Yeah, proud of them. Yeah, I know that's something that the Midwest um, heralds, and uh, I don't have any experience with it, but I know what it is, and, um, and you know, it looks fun. Looks like bowling on ice, but um, anyway, uh, so in the wintertime, um, in the Scottish Highlands, they would use this thing to curl, and then in the summertime, they would swing it, and they would throw it. They would throw it up and over a high bar over their back, um, and they would snatch it, and they used it for all kinds of training purposes. Now, that's where I got my introduction. I lived in Scotland for a time, and my neighbor was a Highland Games competitor, and he uh, he used to carry rocks, and he would flip cabers, which are big logs, and he just did all kinds of crazy unconventional training that didn't equate to me. It looked like he was just doing things that farmers did. Now, we all know farmers are strong. 
something about being a farm farm strong is is a lot different than being gym strong. You know, being farm strong is um, being strong from the inside out, having the capability to do anything that you set your mind to task wise. Uh, you're just very very capable. Well, um, guess what, folks? Kettlebell makes you farm strong. Now, I don't know if that's something that you strive for, but being strong is a cool place to be. Strong isn't always sexy either. Strong is, um, gosh, strong allows you to get on the floor and play with your kids. Strong allows you to pick up your groceries out of your trunk without throwing out your back. Um, strong is all kinds of things. It's going upstairs without having to take a take a break. Um, you know, strong is is strong is what you make of it. Um, my tagline is "You only stronger." And I chose that for a reason, because when you pick up a kettlebell and you start swinging it, you're still you, but you get stronger. And uh, it's not just a clever line. It's a line that I really, really, uh, I believe in it. So, um, So back to this Russia thing. There's no question about it. Russia has a legacy of being dominant in their athletics, especially power events such as uh, weightlifting, wrestling, and boxing, and field uh, throwing events. All right, but the strongman era, it 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 boasts nationals from the motherland, uh, the likes of Ivan Pabudny, uh, Eugene Sandow. I'm sure s- some of you have heard of that name. Voy uh, Voy Vlasov, uh, Alexiev. Remember Alexiev, that big dude that lifted the world for a record on camera. That was pretty amazing. I remember that. Man, I was a young, impressionable kid when I saw that too. And that really spoke to me. I wanted to be a strong man. I didn't necessarily want the big old belly to go with it though. And then uh, Stogoff. So um, did these men hang their hats on training with Kettlebell? Now, if you might, uh, you might deduce that uh, all those names that I just read off are Russian, uh, Russian names. Those guys were Russians. Well, the lack of evidence here is uh, perplexing, and Riordan uh, states that. Now, that's just one of my sources that I'm citing. Now, Dick Smith, the American Olympic weightlifting coach from the mid-60s to the mid-90s, states that while working with his athletes, he was exposed to many countries, their athletes, their coaches, and their methods, and not once was Kettlebell ever mentioned when he was in Europe. He had 30 years over there, 30 years running through the ranks of the strength world, and Kettlebell wasn't part of it. So to say that that um, that the motherland, that Russia, is um, is so big on this 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 workout routine is just not accurate. Um, you know, I talked about the Scottish Highlands. Uh, or the Scottish, yeah, the, the games, the Scottish games, the the Han Dynasty. Um, I talked about showing up on a tomb wall. Now, let, let's think about that. Um, some of you heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again because I think it, it makes a great illustration. And that is um, when when I think of of the construction of Rome – or um, the pyramids, or you know, ancient ancient uh, structures. I used to think as a kid that 
that slaves built those things and that um, taskmasters at the end of a whip drove these trains of slaves to create these structures. But I'm not so sure anymore. I believe, my belief is that uh, these guys were craftsmen, right? They worked in the trades. They were builders, just like we have builders today. And, uh, and these guys, they trained. They wanted to be stronger, so it made them more efficient at their job. And, uh, and man, oh, man, kettlebell is just one of those things that it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't say, well, kettlebell is only good for the, the runner. Well, no, that's not true. Yeah, it's good for the runner, but it's good for the cyclist, and it's good for the weightlifter, and it's good for the mom and the soccer player and the basketball player, and, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, you can take this tool, and you can apply it to all different kinds of sports, like the fight world, you know, grapplers. Boy, oh, boy, you talk about, you do something like a Turkish getup, and that teaches you how to be strong in some really weird positions. So, um, to... Uh, to say that 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 this that the kettlebell is only for those that want a, that want good cardio and and to uh, to burn body fat, boy, there's there's a big world out there in in the kettlebell realm, and uh, and I hope that I do my job and fire you up enough to explore it. Now, I'm sure most of you that are listening right now are already kettlebell people, which is probably why you're listening to me anyway. But tell a friend, tell your mom, tell somebody, hey, Mother's Day is coming up too. So tell your mom, mom, I know how to fix uh, your creaky, achy joints. And it's to get the rest of your body online working together as one integrated unit, which is what kettlebell does for you. It does not isolate, it integrates, and it does not discriminate. So that's this segment. I've got one more coming up. One more coming up to wrap this all into one neat package and to uh, make it a, delivered, a, a deliverable. So hopefully you walk away with something, with, with, a, with a spark anyway, to um, venture down this path. Kettlebell is for everybody. It's not just for the strong man. It's not just for the tough guy. It's not an underground um, activity that... Uh, that that's specific for any certain group it's for everybody and it certainly isn't russian it is it it's it's the world's man it belongs to the world so um we're gonna head into the break i'll see you guys in three minutes and uh until then this is michael scog with you only stronger Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through VirtualSkog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualscog.com today. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Attention. If you're a parent, educator, social worker, or civic or religious leader, the most important program you'll hear this week is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Host Opal Singleton and her guest show how our children and others are being dangerously lured by predators through the dark web, social media apps, and games. Beyond that, the program looks at trends in human trafficking and more. You'll never think of the Internet the same way again. Listen Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger. So we're back. Hello, Orna. Um, we are back. Now, I talked about the history. I'm going to talk about present-day use and how you can use it. Um, present-day use, it's widely used by military forces because of its portability. I said before, it has a handle on the top, so it's extremely portable. You can carry it with you. It uh, stacks neatly in munitions. Um, so, finding kettlebells stacked, well, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, put this out there and say that they store with ordnance but um but you know it's the same shape so uh to think that that it would fit nicely in the in the luggage or the uh or the the gear of of a military uh, of a soldier is uh, is not a stretch um it's used by it's used by the CIA. It's used by the FBI. It's used by Homeland Security. It's used by a lot of federal bureaus here because of its simplicity, and it has a very measurable way to uh, determine um, if you cut the mustard. Um, you know, a, a a snatch test for a a a fitness standard is a great way to um, to figure out somebody's. Uh, fitness or their stamina or strength, in fact, that is in place with the CIA. A um, lot of a uh, lot of sports teams out there use it. Now I know this for a fact because um, for a while I was on on tour, the NCAA uh, strength coach tour, and I went out and I certified a bunch of different schools in the SCOG system. I have, um, gosh, at the time, it was over 20 Division I colleges, and the way it works is you train one guy, he's at, say, the at Penn State. Penn State goes through a, um, 
a uh, a restructuring. They get rid of coaches. Coaches go to other places, and now it's 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 almost like um, you threw this seed into the air, and and it's it's going to germinate, and where it lands, it's gonna it's gonna take root. Well, that's that's the way it works in the strength world, in the NCAA, and in the professional realm as well. So it's just because I taught Penn State, which I did, um, just because I taught Penn State doesn't mean it stayed at Penn State. It means that it stayed with all those coaches that left there. Um, so to name a few, I, I just said Penn State, but University of Texas, I uh, ran them through my, through my cert. Princeton, uh, Wake Forest, uh, Georgia University. Um, University of Hawaii. Those are just a few to to name. Um, I don't know where it stopped. If it's still continuing to spread, I'm going to assume so because here's the deal. Kettlebell is one of those. It's not a fitness fad. Yeah, it'll go away in about 500 years, but look at how long it's been around. All right. It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Other than into your gym. In fact, you're going to find that even more and more hotel gyms are putting kettlebells on the floor. Because let's face it, kettlebell is here to stay. You cannot pick up a fitness publication nowadays and not find an article or uh, some sort of feature on kettlebell. It's here. And you know why it's here? Because it is such an effective tool. Now, it still remains. There's still a, a, a frontier of kettlebell that remains to be explored, and that's that's what I place upon myself. That is my journey. Um, let's talk about sizing a kettlebell because not everybody that steps into uh, – actually, let me back up. Let me back up because – I only talked about the collegiate side of, of users in modern day. Well, it, there's more than that. Um, professional teams are using it as well. The 49ers, the Packers, uh, the Titans, you know, those were some of the guys that first started using them. Um, the Marlins, you know, baseball. Um, Lance Armstrong, you know, love him or hate him. Boston Celtics, Utah Jazz. Back to Lance Armstrong. I love that guy. I think he's awesome, you know. Never mind what what the world says about him. He is a warrior. Anyway, I digressed. Uh, celebrities. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler, uh, 300. Remember that movie? He kind of put kettlebell into your living room and opened your eyes. Um, they are an amazing tool. Yeah, Orna just said hippies use kettlebells so they can go backpacking in the woods. Yeah, you know, it's very portable. I, I believe that. Um it's, you know, kettlebell is a great way to get ripped. It's a great way to uh, to erase issues, dysfunctions in your body and, uh, and put on muscle. It's a great way to connect you from your hands to your feet. Uh, we don't lift in isolation. We lift, we integrate our lifting, our movement patterns. Now, back to sizing a kettlebell. If you're new to this, if you're a woman and you've never done any kind of resistance training, I'm going to suggest that you start with an, with a 4 kg, which is roughly 9 pounds. And as a man, a 12 kg, which is 26 pounds. Now, um, I, I, I also want to state that as soon as you start swinging this thing and you get efficient at it, which won't take long, especially if you, f- if you follow the instruction from a good instructor, it won't take long and you'll notice that, um, that what you have in your hand might seem too light. 
So here, and here's the here's the reality of this: the heavier you swing, the more load you put on your systems, and that means the more benefit you're going to get from your system. So don't think that this is just going to bulk you up. It's not. It's going to do great things for you. Now, here's something else. Um, I created a program, Virtual Scog. It's an online streaming workout program. You do virtual SCOG and you don't even have to think. You just follow along with the instruction and it's my instruction. And if you, when you start this program, you start at workout one and it's progressive. You go to workout two the next day and so on. So now you have up to six months of workouts on this site. If you were to work out three to four times a week and you never repeat them, you just move from one to the next to the next. Now, you also have the ability to customize your workouts. There are filters on the page in the left-hand column, so play with that. That allows you to move between beginner, intermediate, and advanced workouts, um, strength, power, and and uh, and conditioning as well. That's a choice. And also, you have other choices in there. Do you want to do kettlebell? Do you want to do body weight? Do you want to do stretching stuff, you know, like yoga? So, it's really a great site. It's a great program. And uh, it's easy to sign up. You go to virtualscog.com and, um, and it, you give it a run. If you wanted to, go on YouTube. Go, go to the SCOG YouTube channel. There is a virtual uh, workout posted. Now, it's a tough one, so don't let, that, uh, don't let it scare you. But that would be like up in the probably the 50s or 60s instead of number one. Anyway, I digress. So that... That really is what this is all about. It's about you finding something that works for you in a, in, an, in an environment that works for you. Now, whether that environment's your home or your office or uh, or at a gym, find it and find the right thing that works for your body. And I believe for all of you out there that kettlebell is that thing. Um, now, I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm a little pissed off about uh, current situations here in Portland, Oregon with, uh, with taxation of small businesses. And I thought I was going to talk about that next week, but I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm going to talk. I'm going to stay inside of my wheelhouse and I'm going to talk about, I'm going to give you guys nutrition tips, all right? Because I feel strongly about that. I think that nutrition, 80% of your health and being fit is is created in the kitchen. So that's where we're going to go next week. So make sure you tune in and, um, and, and, and bring a notepad because I'm going to give you a lot of tips. All right. So, uh, until next week, guys, I thank you for tuning in today on, on a topic that I love that I hold near and dear. And, um, and we will see you next Monday. I got to sign out and this is Michael Skog with you only stronger on the voice America network, the variety channel. And until next Monday, stay strong and keep swinging. Thank you for listening this week to You Only Stronger. Please join your host and fitness expert, Michael Skog, again next Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to do Michael's assignment this week, and we'd love to hear your feedback on next week's show. 